Live from the Heartland Mamas studios, this is the Heartland Mamas podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Henry. The Heartland Mamas podcast is available on all podcast platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and proudly part of the Demcast USA network. Like, subscribe, and share, please. As of today, we only have 324 days left until the November 5th, 2024 election. And this is important because I want you all to go listen to Trump's speech from New Hampshire yesterday at the racist, horrible, Hitler-loving dog whistles that he gave there. And we are going to talk about that tomorrow. Uh, Right now, we're going to talk about inflation. But don't think that we're not going to talk about what Trump said yesterday because it's horrifying. And that's going to get you motivated to get out there and help um, help candidates, help get Democratic candidates elected. I don't care if it's just putting a sign in your yard and writing a check. You're going to do something because you have to. We all have to. So we need to talk about inflation today. And first off, let me state that with rising wages in Illinois and mostly across the USA, there's still pockets that, that won't raise wages. Um, Our paychecks will still cover everything it used to cover before the pandemic with a little left over. And that's a federal labor statistic. So we have to start at that place right now. But it still feels like everything is ungodly expensive. And that's because we have record profits across all industries right now, record profits of oil and uh, gas and um, food, all kinds of things still have record profits for their companies. And they're not going to bring those prices down soon. Everybody's loving the corporate America's loving these profits. Um, Anybody who's got money in the stock market right now is loving these profits. And um, there's no reason to think that anything besides the price of eggs and gasoline at the gas pump is going to come down. It just, it's just not going to. And case in point, um, you know, in other countries in the world, in Europe, especially when companies have these record profits, they put a surcharge on those profits. And then the profit that check, a check comes back to the consumers. Okay, so uh, BP can have just enormous profits, but there's a tax put on it. And then that tax is returned to the consumer in Europe. We don't do that in the United States because we're terrible at controlling corporate America. We, we just don't do it. And that's why billionaires come here to do business, because we favor the people that make more money. We do not favor the working class, the working families in this country. We just don't do it. So everything feels so expensive right now. And we're not going to get a rebate check like they do in England. It's just not going to happen. So we need to kind of think about this um, in a more abstract way. So we need to come to terms with the fact that wages have raised and we are able to afford more. And that's why we're having such a, a booming Christmas season right now, right? But at the same time, inflation, the cost of actual things has has stabilized. It's still going up, but a very small amount. And interest rates are now starting to fall. So that's a great thing for people who need to buy a car, for people who need to buy a home, for people who need to take out a line of credit for something. And that is very beneficial that the interest rates are falling and that things are becoming more stable. So that's really good things. But um, we need to understand that there's no will in this country to hem in corporate profits 
at all. There's no will to do that. And um, we need to know that since Reagan and even before that with Nixon, uh, the push has been to tax the mill and send the higher deductions and the savings up the chain to the top income earners. Nixon did it. Reagan did it. W did it. Trump did it. They all did it. And it is squeezing the middle as hard as it can. That's why the middle class is shrinking. It's because of the tax burden placed on us. I know uh, under the tra- Trump tax cuts, I lost deductions for my business and for myself personally, and now I pay a higher rate of taxes. I pay more in than I used to pay in, but I earn the same amount. It's just, you know, being a, a person with a small business, that's just how it works sometimes. Um, I don't have a corporate jet to write off, so uh, they're going to tax the crap out of me for everything else. And and that's so the wealthy can have more money. Um, we're taxed like that, and we have record levels of homelessness and hungry people here in the United States right now. And that is because the people at the top have a disease called insatiable greed. And they're huge political donors, so they're going to keep getting away with it all the time. That's not going to change unless we get Democrats elected and we have super majorities in the House and the Senate. Um, and we are able to pass tax reform for the middle class, for the working families, even for the poor, because they're getting squeezed as well. And that's why um, their benefits are running short and they can't afford to eat. So we have record numbers of homeless and hungry people right now. So I'm just going to take you down a little rabbit hole here with something I just noticed recently. I had to buy tires for my husband's Buick. And uh, I hadn't bought tires since before the pandemic. And I bought truck tires for the farm trucks. I couldn't believe how much those cost. And our roads were in such bad shape. I would buy a new one and then pop it like in a couple weeks. And it was about $290-ish every time I had to replace one. And I was just like, we've got to pass an infrastructure bill. I can't keep losing tires, right? Now those same tires would be closer to $400. And so when I I went to shop for tires for my husband and he was doing some shopping over the phone and I was looking around when I was out at the farm supply and I thought we would be able to put four tires on his Buick uh, for about five, 600 bucks, even if we bought bougie tires. Wow, was I wrong? They were over a thousand dollars. I was, uh, talk about sticker shock. I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, what would have happened if this would have happened to us 20 years ago when our son was really sick? You know, b- back then, uh, I remember driving him to his appointments. He had he had to have therapy three times a week in Ottawa, and I live in Marseille, so it's twelve miles roughly to take him to the the hospital in Ottawa for therapy. We had a car that had a bad radiator, so I would take the hose and I'd fill that radiator up, and I'd fill up gallon jugs of water and put them behind the seat. I would drive him to his appointment, pop the hood, let the car cool down. And while he was in there having therapy, as soon as he got done, I would fill it full of water again with those jugs and drive home. And the same thing for people who are driving on bald tires. I mean, they're going to keep going as long as they can, and they're going to find a solution. But it doesn't mean it's a good solution because we are just taxed to death in the middle. And inflation was runaway for most of this year. And prices are not coming down, and they're not going to. But I I had to go ahead and buy the tires, but my heart broke for all the people who were like I was, 
not all that long ago. I mean, he was sick 20 years ago, but it took me 15 years to pay that off. So in my recent past, we had epic poverty in our family. And poverty, it shapes us as people. It shapes our children. It shapes generations. You don't escape this. It becomes ingrained in you. I watch my children's behavior. You know, our son's an economist. Our daughter is going to be a chiropractor. And I still watch them behave as if they're impoverished, which is good because they've got good savings. But it's, it's terrible what it does to your brain, right? And it doesn't need to be like this. See, after the Great Depression, we, for the most part, cured poverty here in the United States. We didn't have impoverished people. And we had some pockets of it. But the middle class rose. Union membership rose. People had food and they had shelter and they had the means to have a life. They weren't just worked to death. And right now between our tax burden and uh, our wages, which have grown, but inflation was run away, a lot of us are still feeling the squeeze. We're still living as if we can't get by and many people just can't. And the only way, I'm just going to say this, the only way that things are going to change is by rolling back these tax cuts, starting with the Trump tax cuts, then the W tax cuts, and then the Reagan tax cuts. And I don't begrudge anybody a profit from their hard work. I don't begrudge that. But the price gouging and shifting all this money upwards, instead of allowing it to benefit the middle class, allowing the middle class to grow, allowing poor people to rise above, I realize it's not in the best interest of those that are sick with the with greed. And I'm not talking about 100,000 years. I'm not talking about people who are making six-figure salaries. I'm talking about, and not even people who are making a million dollars a year, but people who are making in the upper millions and billions who try to get people who are even making high five-figure salaries to think like them, to vote for them, saying that, you know, it could be you one day, you might win the lottery and you're going to need these tax savings. Well, you might as well get struck by lightning 10 times. It's not going to happen. It, it's not designed in this country for you to rise above where you are, not very far, far enough so that you're more comfortable. You know, I mean, once I paid off our medical debt, we we're way more comfortable than we used to be. But the fact is, is it's not designed for you to succeed. And the tax burden placed on us in the middle and below is why. And we have to change that. We have to take a really good hard look at how we want to um, save the USA. So from the edge of the Great Red Divide, this is Heidi Henry, and this has been the Heartland Mamas podcast. Have a great day.